welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 22, Loving Your Readers Via a Newsletter, coming to you on Tuesday, February 6th, 2018. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll have to let me know what you think if you have any preference at all for how I do the video portion of the podcast, because I keep trying to think of ways to make things new, interesting, better, and... Um, I have to say that there's a certain amount of, holy cow, my face takes up the entire screen sometimes that I'm just like, whoo, that's just too weird. So today I have backed up a little bit. Uh, You can see a little bit of my shirt run happy that I got at my half marathon that I did a couple of weeks ago. And... uh, yeah, that's, that's it about the video portion. Um, and if there's anything ever about the podcast in audio or video that you're like, oh, I have a question. Can you, um, can you give us an uh, interview with somebody who can talk, talk about this or uh, anything, anything at all? Let me know because uh, this is for you. I'm not doing it just to hear myself speak, uh, no matter what my husband seems to think. <laughs> so let me know how I can make this a better experience for you. Now, one of the things that I thought might be helpful, because it comes up a lot when I'm um, teaching a class or talking to other writers or pretty much any time I'm with writers and we're talking about readers, is how can you let your readers know what's going on? And I always say a newsletter, and a lot of times the next thing that comes up is, but that sounds hard or time-consuming or I don't know what to say. Mostly, I don't know what to say. Well, it's almost Valentine's Day, so this week and next week, I'm going to be talking to you about how you can show the love to your readers, and um, because it's Valentine's Day, it is a really good time for you to do something interesting or fun or nice for your readers, particularly works well if you write romance, which is one of the uh, genres that I write, so I'll be doing some fun, interesting things with my readers, and I'll tell you more about them next week, Um, but in general... Your readers are just regular people like anyone else. They just want to know that you know they're there. They exist. You're appreciating them and that you're glad that they like your books. So there's um, lots of things that you could do. You know how they say out of sight is out of mind? Well, that's part of what a newsletter is going to help you with. You don't want to be out of your reader's mind for too long. You want them to remember, oh, this is the author that has that book series that I really like. When is their next book coming out? So there are things that you can do to make your content more interesting to them and not just be a listing of what's going on and when the next book's coming out and being very professional but kind of distant and maybe a little cold. You want them to feel like you're speaking to this individual person, like you just wrote one email just for them, as close as you can get to that feeling. You know, um, think about all the emails that you get. Which are the ones that you respond to the most? Which are the emails that you open fastest, that you read more of rather than just skimming? Now, everybody has a different personality, so what you like might not be the same as what half or most or all or some of your readers like. We're all different, but think about what you like, and it'll help you to decide how you want want to approach doing a newsletter for your readers. Mostly, you want them to know that you appreciate them and the content in in this newsletter is 
going to be of interest to them because you're trying to make it of interest to them. Now, of course, you need to let them know, like, I just started the new novel that you wanted me to write, or um, I'm halfway through and, oh my gosh, I'm banging my head against the wall. I mean, they think these things are interesting. You think these things are interesting, right? When your favorite author tells you something, or you're watching the behind the scenes DVD uh, scenes, extras, bloopers. There's so many fun things that you could do. Just think about the things that you think are fun and see what of that you could add to your newsletter. So for instance, these are some of the things that I've added to my newsletter. Sometimes I will offer a free ebook to everyone. Now it might be a full length book or it might be a short story, but it's only to the people on my newsletter list. So I'm making them feel special. And sometimes I let other people know, say I make an announcement on Facebook or Twitter, if you join my newsletter list, you'll get this free book and other sorts of free things or fun things or um, we'll play games or, you know, I, I want to let other people know you're missing out if you're not on the newsletter list. Now, if you're wondering how would I do that, I can't make my book free and then everybody would know it's free. Well, if you use a um, fabulous, fabulous website called Book Funnel, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, you can... Um, give a link that's just privately to this book that you're making free only to your newsletter subscribers. You can also use Book Funnel for beta readers and um, advanced reader copies, art copies. There's all sorts of fabulous things that you can do with Book Funnel, and they're doing some more new things. So I'm going to see if I can get one of those guys to come on the show and, and talk to you about them. Um, and it is incredibly inexpensive. The lowest plan starts at $20 per year as of January 2018. So I strongly urge you to look into that. That is one way you could give everybody on your newsletter some sort of bonus. You could also write a short story or something that's just for them. And you could deliver it to them via book funnel. You could also... Uh, offer a free book to one winner. Maybe it would be an ebook or maybe it would be a print book. Maybe it's yours or maybe it's someone else's. When I am organized and get all my ducks in a row months in advance, um, I get other authors to um, give away one or five or whatever they're willing to do. Um, ebook copies usually because that's what people are. Um, it's just it's so expensive for an author to mail out print book copies, especially if they have worldwide readers, which we pretty much do. Um, I just sent out, what was it, five books to, oh my gosh, you know what? I sent out two books, one to Canada and one to Great Britain for some Goodreads giveaway winners um, for Love at the Fluff and Fold. And I think it cost me nearly $50 to mail two books, two so as you can understand, um, giving away print books can be incredibly expensive for an author. So a lot of times I ask people, would you like to give away one or more ebook copies to one or more readers on my newsletter? And I'll just put a blurb about the book. I'll include the book cover and I'll say, click here. I create a link that uh, gets automatically counted by my uh, newsletter software, and you can do it in MailChimp, you can do it in um, ActiveCampaign, which is where I'm at now. Uh, probably just about every newsletter provider, you can create a link where it will keep track of who clicked on that link, and then you can use something like random.org or um, 
whatever the name of the website is, where it will just give you a random number and you put in a range, say 22 people clicked on the link. So you put the numbers one through 22 and the randomizer um, picks a number 17. So then you go find, you know, the 17th person who clicked on the link and tell them you're the winner. And of course you announce this in your next newsletter because people like to see their name. They like to hear their name, which is why I do shout outs to uh, anybody who contacts me on the website. I did a shout out last week to Sergio because uh, he let me know that he was telling his friends about the show. Um, also, you know, as another shout out, Sergio, thanks for telling me that you have a question about uh, somebody. Sergio wants to know if I can get somebody on uh, who's an editor to talk about um, when to hire an editor and stuff like that. So I'm working on that. Let me know if you have any um, uh, questions or preferences about people that I bring on to interview. Okay, so um, the next newsletter that I send out, it won't be the next next one, but the next one where the point is to just be engaged and, you know, just remind them I exist and that sort of thing. I have a second copy of my friend Janice Cantori's new book, Crisis Shot, which is book one in a series. So it's even better both for the reader and for Janice. Uh, you know, if the uh, reader likes it a lot, they'll probably want to buy the rest of the series. Uh, so that one, I will have one print copy that I will send out to one winner. And I'm just gonna, you know, pay the, if it's an American winner, yay, I'll only have to pay $4. If it's outside of the country, I'll just have to cough up the $20 and go, okay, this is good though. This is why I have a newsletter because people like to um, get cool stuff, don't we all? Now, you don't want to make your newsletter all about getting free stuff. We're the only reason that people want to be involved in your newsletter is because you give away something every single month and that's all they care about. You want people to care about you and your book. So you want to, um, and it's not so much rewarding, it's just, you know, like I say, showing the love. So you don't have to do it in a way that costs you anything, though. Don't send print books if you don't want to pay the cost of shipping. But many, many times I've had authors um, be a guest on my newsletter, and then um, a whole bunch of people hear about a new book that they've never heard of. And if you're a big reader, you want to hear about new books and what else is out there that you didn't know about. So um, my my guest probably got new readers or people who are interested. Plus, one lucky winner gets a ebook in most cases, and they see their name in the next newsletter as the winner. You could also put a book on sale and tell your readers about it on the first day, so they're the very first people to know. You definitely want to do this if your sale is short-lived or if you uh, have a book in Kindle Unlimited and it's only um, free for five days or something like that. You want to make sure that that email newsletter goes out the day before or the day of the first day. Um, my experience has been that probably 80 to 90% of the people who respond by um, clicking a link in the newsletter to either sign up for a giveaway or look at a book that I'm talking about or anything like that, I would say at least 80% of those clicks happen in the first 24 to 48 hours. So just to give you an idea of at least one person's experience, and then try to track it on your end too. See if you can figure out when the most number of clicks are coming through. Um, then you'll know when is the best time for you to send newsletters in the future. Another thing that has been really fun and very successful in my newsletter is to play a game. 
Now, you see those funny memes on uh, Facebook where, you know, take the first letter of your first name and the last letter of your last name, and this is your, your new name in the fairy kingdom, or this is your superhero name, or whatever. You could take one of those memes and use it and play it and just have readers respond just for the fun of it. Uh, you could tell them that you're playing a game over on your Facebook page and send them over there and just use Facebook as the way to communicate with people. Uh, I've actually created a group um, in addition to my page so that readers can post directly to it and I can see their posts way easier than I can see reader posts on my Facebook page. So that's another thing. Um, it can be like a funny name game like I was just saying. It could be finish this sentence. And um, like uh, I have to say one of the most fun writing exercises that I had when I was in grad school when I was getting my master's in creative writing was three drops of blood. That was the entire writing prompt, three drops of blood. So, you know, some people wrote something funny, some something scary, some more of a detective fiction. Uh, it was just really, really fun. And in fact, I enjoyed trying to think of different genres where I would use three drops of blood differently. <laughs> so uh, you could do any kind of um, finish this sentence that would be silly or funny or whatever. Um, you could ask them to share a story. What's your favorite Valentine's Day story? What's your worst Valentine's Day story? Or your favorite Christmas memory? Or your, your favorite Thanksgiving food? Or um, what's the thing that you hate most about Fourth of July? Or whatever the holiday, whatever the, um, you know, it could be something like, um, uh, say you're an Australian author. Or uh, I suppose probably you could be an author in about 100 different countries that celebrates the Queen's birthday. And, um, and you could say, okay, today is the Queen's birthday celebrated day. I think it's, I want to say June 26th or something. Somebody will have to tell me if I remembered that correctly off the top of my head. Or they just had Australia Day, which I think might have been January 26th. Anyway, you could say, so here in Australia Day, we do this, this, and this. And you could tell them some interesting thing about it. Or you could ask them to share a story about something that they experienced or, you know, good or bad. Basically, it's just a matter of having a conversation like you would if you were at a party or something. Okay, then the other thing that I've done to great effect is ask them what they're reading. People love, readers love to talk about what they're reading. You and I love to talk about what we're reading. Uh, I can't tell you what I'm reading right now because I'm judging the read a contest. So um, I'm reading six books that I can't put on Goodreads either. I'm like, oh, my Goodreads reading challenge looks like I'm not reading at all, but I just can't post the books there right now. So uh, ask people what they're reading. Um, I have been looking for an easy way for me to not have to collect the information out of each individual email reply and then retype it back into a newsletter. But there could be all sorts of things you could do. You could, and this is an idea I just thought of and I think I'll use myself, you could say, what are you reading? Click here to post it in the Facebook group so that we can all see. And then you don't have to reply to 100 or 10 or however many emails. You don't have to cut and paste, which is what I would do, from the emails into the newsletter so you can say, you know, Jackie K is reading this and Mark M is reading that. You can actually start the discussions in the Facebook group that you do want to have there in the first place. So actually, I'm thinking that's a really good idea. Uh, and if you want to, you could still post just a few of them in the newsletter the next time. Like I said, people love seeing their name in print, in lights, hearing their name on a podcast, in a video. So um, these are just a few of the things that I'm thinking of right now that I wanted to share with you. Next week, I'm going to share some more. 
So, um, you know, the idea is letting your readers know they care. And since it's Valentine's Day, I'm going to help you show them that you really do care about them. Meanwhile, here's a tip from one of my readers who we jokingly like to say, she's my number one fan, but not in the way from the character in Misery by Stephen King. Uh, if you don't know this book, it is about uh, his professed number one fan who half saves him, half kidnaps him. It's very, very scary and awesome. It's an awesome movie. <laughs> okay, so my friend Kim, who has recently become really my friend because we've gotten to know each other and spent some time together, she said that her husband Ken does not bring her flowers because he knows how much she loves books. So instead, he will bring her usually a hardcover, if you can find uh, one that's that new, a hardcover book that she doesn't have yet by one of her favorite authors, and that will be his Valentine's gift to her. And I think that she said that he does it for all sorts of um, times when other men buy flowers, he'll bring home a book. I think that is completely awesome. Thumbs up, Ken. Kudos to you. Kim, you'll have to let us know what book you get on Valentine's Day. All right, that's it for me. I hope that this is helpful. We will talk more about what you can do to let your readers know you care next week when it'll really be only, I think, two days until Valentine's Day. No, it'll be the day before Valentine's Day. So in the meantime, happy writing. Have a great week.